Robots Radio. Games. Lore. Stories. Community. Just press play. Hey guys, it's it's Davido. Um, I'm just coming here to say uh, that I love the Fallout app, and I would like to tell you about the service that they use to make this podcast. It's called Anchor. The best thing about Anchor is it's free. You don't have to pay anything. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Now, you can even add songs from Spotify directly to the episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So you're going to be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can now make money for your podcast with very little, uh, minimum, little, little, little listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks, guys. Your attention, please. Your attention, please. This is your official civil defense broadcaster. One of the greatest threats would be radioactive fallout. Uranium fever. Where fallout is heaviest, it can even kill those who have not taken proper shelter. Broadcasting deep underground in a questionably constructed survivalist bunker is Dave Chaffins and Kenneth Vigue, and your host as always, Mr. Robots. This episode of the Fallout Hub is brought to you by the Massachusetts Institute of Technology. Open enrollment for advanced robotics courses starts now. Totally nothing sketchy going on. Nope, not at all. All right, Vault Dwellers, we are back with a Fallout Hub episode. Welcome to the Fallout Hub, the unofficial official podcast of the Fallout TV show, and also the unofficial official podcast of QuakeCon at Home, and also the unofficial official podcast of Fallout 76. So we've got like three credits to our name now. Welcome back to the show. And you might be tuning in on Twitch, which is now at twitch.tv slash the Fallout Hub, I believe, right? Yes, the Fallout Hub. Not just Fallout Hub, but the Fallout Hub, because there's only one singular. And with me, as always, I have my buddy here, Dave. Hey, Dave. How's it going? Hey, how's it going? Yeah, we got some new channels. We got uh, twitch.tv slash the Fallout Hub, and then... Um all of the uh, videos and stuff are getting uploaded to our new YouTube channel, which is the Fallout Hub. Um, you know, we're all yeah. about that brand awareness here. Brand awareness. Uh, I, I do would recommend a name change, though. Uh, the unofficial, official, unofficial Fallout Hub. It's a little, it's a little long, but I'll consider Mark it. Mark 2.0. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about that more later. Um, if twi- <laughs> if you are in the chat on Twitch right now, then please chime in and let us know what you think about our new potential name. And you might notice that that guy up there is not Ken. That's not Ken. You might be wondering who that is. No, it's not Ken. I can, you, I can tell you what. That's not Ken. Uh, Ken fell down <laughs> the hole again um, on the the bottom floor of the vault and. We haven't seen him in like the last few days. I think he was looking. He was. I think Tim Kaine may have left a a 
piece of ham in the oven and he was looking for it um, because you know he loves leaving roasts in the oven and drinking port uh, so that was his what he fell down a hole looking for um, some overdone ham right cram. but instead and it's a cram yes instead we have um, what I would I would wager to say is a even better co-host slash interviewee whoa go don't tell way. Ken I said that he's never going to listen to this episode and he definitely doesn't edit these episodes for us no. <laughs> should we call you uh, Shia Shia over over Shia or, uh, you go by Shia. a few different Shia yeah is, is that the best yeah. way to pronounce it yeah 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 I like Shia LaBeouf or whatever I guess that's cool yeah. yeah easier yeah. Just yeah, welcome it. to the show. Just do it. Um, so, for people who may not be aware of you, I will give you a, a quick little call out here because I, uh, and I know Dave too, have been fans of your artwork. And people may have noticed on places like Reddit, back when like Fault 76 came out, that there were these cool little journal entries with this cool artwork and scripting about like finding monsters in the wasteland and that kind of stuff. That's this guy. This guy right here. Those, those have been passed around all over the internet. And that's not all you do. You do a bunch of really cool artwork and cartoon panels and all sorts of cool things. Well, so, and so we've been very excited to have you on the show. Um, is that a good start? Or what else can you tell us about about that's what you do awesome. and how, we, I don't, how you're involved I don't think I with Fallout? Possibly ever top that intro. That was amazing. That was the stuff I ever remember doing. Yeah, okay. Well, um, if you go to your... Uh, um, ah, crap! What's it called? The uh, uh, Deviant Art page for your stuff. You can see mm. all the cool stuff there. We're going to put, of course, put links in the show notes and things like that. Maybe Dave can share yeah. that in in the chat while we talk about this. Um, I'm going to do my best. But you've got I'll a ton, a ton of stuff. You've you've been clearly churning out this stuff. I know that you've taken these panels that you've put together and released them as a book. Is that correct? Like the journal entries for the monsters yeah. and things. Yeah, like some quick uh, lulu.com you know digital prints yeah like the print on demand stuff is, is very convenient for me right right so um so yeah we've been we've been fans of your stuff for a while what w when did you get started doing specifically fallout art i think around fall four when fallout four came out i think is when i started doing mm -hmm. some stuff like that yeah okay, that's so when it's i started doing my, my comic four story. or five years now yeah 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 Okay, and how did how did you start? What kinds of what kinds of things were you first creating? Uh, I'm I'm always kind of sporadic, you know. I'll, uh, I was kind of doing some stuff of uh, me and my friend who play online together, like since CW Heroes have these two characters that we do, and we like to mm -hmm. play Fallout together. So I was drawing them as Fallout characters for a little bit, and then um, and then I was doing this this comic strip called uh, Death Desuga. That's, uh, yeah. I thought you were gonna say uh, Deathclaw there for a second. I was like Deathclaw. It was Deathclaw was the first word, and then the ah. rest of the time. But that's Got that cartoon and comic strip I've been I've been I'm doing on the side for fun. And uh, I think that one's five years. Wow! But that's I started that one around Fallout Four. That's that's a long time to be doing like to continually be doing this stuff. First for me. Yeah. Really. Like keeping up with yeah. that stuff, yeah. I, I feel like the same uh, about podcasts. I've dabbled in things before, but now uh, the podcast that I'm currently doing, I, most of them I started a year and a half ago, and that's kind of a, it's kind of a running thing that I've committed to at this point, and I, I keep doing. Um, so, so you started, started with going. 
Yeah. Yeah. So you started with character art and I know a lot of your artwork features characters, a lot of the comic panels, a lot of, you have a lot of character art. Um, and I think that if you look at these, uh, uh, journal entries, and is that the best way to categorize them? The, the, yeah. They're, they're, it's as if they're written by somebody out in the wasteland as they're coming across monsters and things, right? Yeah, that was, that was the idea. Seemed like a fun idea. Yeah. I think that's a really cool concept. And just like the way that you've not only like the, the artwork itself, but then like there's like formal, like a lot of these, the the, um, the manual, I think the uh, the one for the robots is called a manual. And I think the other one is called uh, the Bestiary. And how there's like the official description of what they think that, um, you know, the, their thoughts on the monster, but then there's also little side notes and just like little fun things kind of in the margins. And it, it adds so much character to the, the things that you create. It's really cool. It's usually wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like intentionally. <laughs> that's that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, so for anybody who hasn't taken a look at these, you need to look at them. They're they're even done in kind of the sepia color and it's as if each of the pages is on a clipboard. Um and written out and there's like little notes in the margins and they're I mean, these are things that every time they get they popped up, they would pop up in my uh Reddit feed. I think that's the first place I noticed them. And they got lots of upvotes. Everybody just loved these because they they fit in the spirit of the game so well. This idea of these adventurers in the wasteland who came out of a vault and realizing the world was different and coming across all these things they didn't understand. And like you're saying, noting things that may or may not be accurate about them the same way that like you would if you were experiencing something for the first time. It's a very um, role play centric kind of perspective on artwork and i think that for us that that's really appealing does that come from your adventures with your friends yeah that's that's how well in in 76 at first you couldn't really i mean right now you can't do like the type chat and that's how Mm -hmm. we used to like role play and hang out so i kind of did the uh the journal as a way of doing that for fun and so because i yeah go on oh uh and uh I've all, I also sometimes when I started like a new a new MMO I'll, or a game like that with my friends, I'll do like a, a sketch a day journal or a draw a day thing for a little bit, or you know however long I can last. And that one on the seventy six one, I think was like the second or third one I've done, and it, and it kind of came out like a lot better. Oh, cool! So what other what other games did you do? I did one for Wildstar for a while. Oh, okay. Yeah, I but played that, that, that for like digital. I don't know two weeks or something <laughs> when it first came out, just like everybody yeah. did. There was a lot of hype on it at first. It had, I like the art style a lot. Yeah, it kind of has that like Ratchet and Clank kind of vibe, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it was, it was very cartoony, uh, kind of squat, uh, animal-ish type characters. Yeah, very sci-fi, cartoony. It yeah. was fun. I like that. Yeah. And, uh, City and uh, Secret World. I did one too. Oh, okay. I like Secret World. Secret World's really good. I I have a thing for like weird like government like groups and such. In 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 fact I, I make up such things in our neighborhood, like um the real estate company Berkshire Hathaway is totally a part of the Illuminati. Um, <laughs> as well as if you've ever been to Hilton Head, South Carolina, there's this place called the Salty Dog Cafe and everybody gets a shirt from there and that says Salty Dog Cafe. And I think that's also a part of the Illuminati. Um, we're adding to this list as it goes. Um, 
and then all Literally. of a sudden our stream just dies. Our internet just all gets disconnected. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh no, we were too close to the truth. <laughs> all you see is a pyramid with an eye on it. We'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> this this stream has now been co-opted by the Illuminati. <laughs> Who are not associated with anything they just mentioned, by the way. <laughs> yeah, so when I, it comes like that stuff. So when it comes to this artwork and specifically um, your styles differ a little bit, like your cartoon um, comic style is a little bit different than the, I don't know, almost more realistic version of some of your sketches of the monsters and things. Um, do you draw from any specific influences when it comes to this? Uh, I've always been kind of doing both at the same time. I've always been a fan of, uh, Back in back in like high school, I was playing like Final Fantasy VI, and I saw like the Yoshitaka Amano fan art, you know, or paintings mm -hmm. and stuff in there. And I kind of like started off yeah. like really liking his Wishiwar, you know, dreamy floating women and dragons with all the feathers everywhere. And sometimes the, you draw the character art with like random sidekicks or something or animals that they never really use in anything. And, right. Uh, right. <laughs> and those books, uh, the the stories to tell in the dark. Uh -huh. no, wait, is that it? Yeah, you know what I'm talking about the, the you know like this, the the primary school horror horror story stuff with all the with the weird ink drawings, like teeth and yeah. boots and everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen scary, those. It's scary stories to tell in the dark. That's us. I think so. That's the one. That's one. I think I. That's it. That's it. <laughs> I have a degree in cryptozoology. I'm like eighty percent <laughs> sure you're right. But, uh, Whatever but it I is, I, I know what you're referencing. Uh, if, even if you get the name <laughs> wrong, um, but yeah, yeah. Well, I always like those kinds of things, and that's kind of that's that's kind of influenced my watercolor and painting and all that. And the cartoony stuff is a uh, I don't know, it just kind of grew up on so kind of off the off to the side. Yeah. Mm. It's more just kind of whatever. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. Kind of do it. Yeah. I'll see something I like and go, oh man, I want to wish I could draw like that. You know, and I'll do some studies for a while. will kind of alter what I've been working on, kind of grow mm -hmm. from there. So, is all this done, you know, hand to paper, or is it, or do you do anything digitally? Because I know there's so much variety in what you can do today when it comes to creating art. And every artist has, you know, probably can do a little bit of everything, but, you know, especially if you're a trained artist, but, um, generally has your own preferences oh yeah you, you could do all that stuff on on digital digitally but uh all the paintings i do i do by hand on uh you know like i do i usually do on watercolor and all the, the cartoony stuff is usually on on the on the uh, computer uh -huh. oh here we go now we're getting the show i like the show i like the show let's get let's keep this one rolling yeah do you have, do you have any any stuff that you're like working on right now that you could be like check this one out it's not uh, out yet well, that was that's the first that was the first picture I did in my new my new my new sketchbook. It's kind of uh -huh. like a, a Baba Yaga kind of or, or like a, yeah. a harpy kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah. I've been yeah. I've been messing Human around face. with uh, with like desert animals and, and horror fantasy kind of a, a thing for another thing that I'm I'm playing with off on the side. You know, like one of the, the five other dozen, dozen things I've been playing with. I got lots of sure. the, uh, the the art that I did for the uh, the journal though. So. Oh, that's great. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, the, the Pip Boy. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lots of those. Very cool. Thirty, but probably don't want to go through all thirty of them. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's fine. 
I uh, I have a huge appreciation for people who devote a lot of time to something, and uh, we were talking before the show about uh, the, the fact that you work uh, in um, electronics and things like that. Um, I know that's not never something that I actually spend a lot of time in. I ended up in school and uh, being interested in arts and different kinds of arts, and ended up playing in a rock band and getting you know good at drums and guitar and those kinds of things. Um, but I didn't spend as much time in actual you know visual arts as as I could have. You know, I always had a little bit of a knack, but never really got good at it. So it's one of those things that when I see somebody who has gone down a different path than I did and gotten really good at something that I also appreciate, I appreciate it a ton. And I love when people do like fan art for things or, you know, a lot of your stuff is based around Fallout and these these concepts. And um, there's something about that that just resonates with me. And it's this like deep appreciation level. I don't know. Dave, do you have that kind of feeling for this kind of stuff? Yeah, I guess when you're to like have a hobby like right now right now my side hobby is woodworking and so i've been watching oh, like, people building uh, i don't know like a lot of this uh, i guess glueless joint situations where and it's uh, the famous one is japanese but i learned in the woodworking community that they're like oh the japanese it's so romantic but uh really oh, europeans yeah. like back in the day were using all of the different jointry or whatever but I, i'm amazed when i when I see that work, and I mean, these are people that have other things that they're doing that just kind of do this on the side. I mean, outside of your, your, your really, your really big acts, but it's, it's interesting. I think to see what, to like see people base stuff and, and take something that like fallout stuff is a great example. And like what you draw from in your art and, and some of the themes like this, like a lot of the creatures are almost like, not necessarily photorealistic, but a little more like darker than they are within the game. Like your interpretation is a little more sinister. Emotionally, it's like they're emotionally like when you come would come across one of these creatures in real life. Your emotion, you're always looking through your lens of whatever emotions you have in the oh, moment. Right. I see what you're saying. It, I hadn't thought about it, that. Yeah, so like if you were if you were to come across a Mothman in the dark, yeah, you'd be- and then you try to paint the thing, you would paint it scarier than it actually is while running because you would have been afraid in the moment, right? Um, yeah, and and Dave's uh, that's that's very true. I didn't think about this, but yeah, the creatures come across in this almost like darkened, more emotional state than you would have than they would be realistically. Yeah, well, now that you put it that way, that makes total sense. <laughs> <laughs> well, you may not even have have realized you were doing it, but uh, that's at least my interpretation of it. Is no, that, that you know? It, I like it. You know, I'm going with that. Yeah, we all we all come to things with a lens, with right? A lens, it all, it right. always affects so, the way we perceive the world. So the monsters themselves, uh, I, I kind of see that, but also I really love that the, the for the majority of the Fallout work you did, there's this like through narrative of these two characters and. I'd remember, I remember like seeing some of your artwork right when it first came out, and then there's like an evolution. Like as you're going on through the days, you're kind of building on this little story of just these these two characters, and it pulls with a lot of people. I think associate Fallout with I don't know, like kind of a, either a, a Mad Max kind of vibe or a um, you know this like real clean 1950s sci-fi kind of vibe, or just like straight up power armor. But the thing I loved about a lot of your original characters is they started off just kind of in their vault suits, but then collectively picked up pieces as they 
went along like had uh, and like and i and i mean this with with love and respect like a junkier vibe where it's like oh i've just picked up you know this and put it on there and i love that mm-hmm. stuff like I, th- that when i think about fallout and it's like anytime that i have my character in the game i want to be this like like i want to see the character with kind of this like ramshackle armor situation because to me that experience still realistic yeah where that's how that's how we spend most of our time in the games you know until you hit like max level in 76 or the end of the game in fallout 4 you're just constantly this mix of everything that you found yeah 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 Yeah, that's that's that was intentional i'm gonna say that was intentional (laughs) (laughs) also kind of a tank girl vibe I think. Yeah, yeah. I was actually thinking that when I when I was relooking at some of the artwork today. So, for the characters themselves and 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 their stories, you could kind of say, you know, I guess playing with friends um, influenced that before. But is there any other influences that you took when you were thinking about? I mean, really, just writing. You were both doing artwork and writing a narrative at the same time. Like, so I guess where else did you pull from for that? Uh. For the for the first one, it was it was just kind of a kind of exploring the '76 map and like sort of a set trajectory and, and you know kind of trying to show how neat all the locations are because that's one of my favorite parts of the Fallout games. It's like they base them on real places. You can go yeah. explore it and and then you can go yeah. in like in real life and visit it if you really want to. Yeah, Dave has an entire podcast set based on that idea because he lives in West Virginia. So if ever you look up the old Vault Boys uh, WV show, um, they go into episodes about all the different locations and things. Yeah, and and then I live in I live in Charleston, so I walk out my door and I'm like right in it. (laughs) Between (laughs) the Capitol Building and downtown, so it's like, oh, there's where I walk my dog. Um, yep. Yeah, right yeah, next to the Mothman funny. and the Flatwoods Monster. He's right between the two. Always <laughs> happens. Every time I go out now, it's like blue alien, green alien, purple alien, yeah. something. Yeah. Guy's mowing his lawn next door. Dave's like, Flatwoods Monster, what's up? And he's like, how's it going, Dave? <laughs> Mothman sweeps down, tries to get your dog. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you got to watch out for those. <laughs> it happens, supposedly. It happens. It happens, it's supposedly. Like... <laughs> uh. <laughs> There's people that really, that really, that live in that community, and that's about an hour from here. Um, you, I, you'd be surprised how close stuff is in West Virginia, I guess. I'm like a little Pittsburgh jealous. Is like, I'm a little Pittsburgh jealous. is like three hours from where I am. Um, I was just up there a few weeks ago, but like, I mean, just like towns and stuff, it's all close. But a lot of people there, what I'm trying to say is, still actually kind of like they're pretty adamant about it, and so like, <laughs> you don't joke about it when you go to the town. Like they have this uh-huh. like corny museum and you know they had the movie that was filmed there and stuff but it's for the movie there's there's kind of this this fear i guess i'm not sure but <laughs> everyone's a little bit on edge about it still yeah which <laughs> you know I, I i talk about probably mothman the most out of out of most things in the internet but it's, it's a strange, good cryptid. Strange place. Love yeah, cryptids. And Mothman has so much great stuff on it. Yeah, yeah. I was going to ask you, Shia. Um, you've you've done explorations in your artwork of like all of them. Uh, which ones? Which ones do you like the best? Is Mothman at the top? The most most on it. The most you can look up. You know, there's like podcasts yeah. about it. There's YouTube videos where they go about it. And you know, they interview people all over West Virginia. They show the museums. They talk about the 
the weird Indian origin curse story. Yeah. Yeah. I think that happened. Pretty sure that right. happened. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That happened. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. You can go see his obelisk. They have an obelisk in Point Pleasant for uh, for the, um, the the dead Native American chief that they killed and cursed the town. Oh. And uh, it's, it's just down the street from the Mothman statue. Um, I always think that's funny that they have this like Washington Monument style obelisk, and I'm, I mean I'm not surprised because there's like a giant teapot and a, a fake lighthouse and all this you know weird these structures as you go throughout the pictures state. of that teapot. That teapot's cool, <laughs> and it's funny because that's just like off the side of an interstate. Like it's just you, you take an exit on an interstate. It's just kind of like it's right there. I love that. I love that roadside median. stuff. You know, yeah, like you you're know, driving along, you see a giant teapot or... You know, you know there was... The, the days before the uh, the interstate, where everyone would just travel down these back roads, highways everywhere, and, like, every little town had his funny little teapot or whatever. Man, we need to go back to that. We need to have funny little things in every little town. You, you sometimes do that, that, that around the desert here sometimes, if you oh, yeah? drive around. Yeah, I live. I live, uh, live kind of where they set the you know, New, New Vegas, so uh-huh. I can like, oh, yeah. for like a half hour. I can drive. I can see the giant dinos. Oh, nice! I can, I can see the uh, the Joshua. I like going to Joshua Tree a lot. Yeah, mostly Man. because of the, the game. Man, that's that's awesome. Everybody we talk to lives near one of these Fallout locations, <laughs> and I'm down here in Florida. I'm like, I'm in the I'm in the United States of the world right now. Uh, somebody's gonna get that joke. I'm in the Florida of the United States right now. I am in the Australia oh, okay. of the United States right now. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, but there's. I mean, we get like hurricanes and we've got like alligators and stuff. Like, I don't have any cool Fallout stuff to go visit. They got Listen, that Bethesda, mod. come down. They have the what? They have that Fallout Four mod that they're sitting in. in that's in, that's uh, true. Yeah, yes, that's Miami, true. Right? Miami. I'm not even. Yeah. I'm not even near Miami. Anyway. Um, <laughs> let's get back to you. Let's talk about you. Um, so, what is your? I want to hear your background on Fallout in general. When did you start playing the game? The games. Three, three. three. So we're going yeah. back, like back when it came out, like a decade ago, a little longer than that. Oh no, was it a decade? It's yeah, two thousand eight, seven, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think a lot of people got into it around then. Mm-hmm. Got into it when it became a, a first-person shooter, kind of a mix action RPG thingy. Right. Yeah, they shifted perspective. There was all the debate around the internet at the time of like, oh, they're going to ruin the game. They can't make yeah. it a first-person shooter. That's going to be terrible. Blah, 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 blah. And yeah, of course, it was always, awesome. They always do that. Of course, they do. Yeah, they're going to ruin it. It's not like it was in the old days. The old days will never be as. This is no because of the old days. Anyway, so um, so when you played Fallout Three, did you have did you have aspirations? Did you have any idea at the time that you would be creating artwork? around fallout or or did you at all i think i was just playing it for, for fun for a while and then you know me and my friends started to get into it we started to talk about it and they do a lot of things with cryptids and i always had a thing for cryptids and, and, and that kind of stuff mm-hmm. i mean they didn't do it in the earlier games not so but, i mean there was definitely there's definitely weird stuff yeah maybe not yeah. specifically something you could call a cryptid but there's definitely weird 76 stuff. did it first yeah 76 was primarily they went really 
excuse me, hard on the cryptids. Um, but yeah. like three and four, uh, there's definitely weird stuff though. Like you've got like you know hints at like ancient gods, and you the of course have the Lovecraftian yeah. stuff, and you've got mutants, and of course all the weird animals. So it only made sense that they would extend that into a world of cryptids because it's it's like so close. Like the two things are almost thematically the same. Perfect for West Virginia. Yeah. Yeah, it made a lot of sense to take it to West West Virginia. For sure. I'm glad they did that. Yeah. So that was one of the things that really got me into it. uh, Yeah. Do you still play 76 a lot? I have a really bad attention span. Uh huh. We we were into it for like a year or two, and I've been trying to get back into it once they did that. They had like a new board game thing. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you think about that? I like the art for it. Uh-huh. And um, I, I haven't really gotten thrilled in PC content stuff. I'm still kind of putzing around on that. We got like a, a three-person group that we, we started over with like new characters in so we can, you know, kind of explore the stuff to be, you know, from, from scratch and see all the, how the NPC stuff works out and so you're not like yeah. clobbering through it with your level 200. Right. right. Yeah, a lot of people I think are doing that or are going through and, and – um just kind of have been away from it for a while and they're like well you know it, it makes more sense to just go ahead and just restart because i mean even this they did that update even before the wastelanders where they just changed a bunch of the starting stuff that was like yeah this building uh we'll remodel it <laughs> yeah throw in some new lines and throw in some different stuff so yeah I, a lot of that stuff was sneakily done like they didn't yes. broadcast yeah it. right it kind of fun yeah, and they keep updating things too. That's that's the other thing is um, the more we find out, the more things get leaked, the more updates we hear about, whatever. They're changing the world as it goes, and then you're just not you're never going to get back to the state of the world before it was changed. Everything just continues to evolve and change, just like the real world. You know, like you know, one of these days that that teapot maybe is not going to be there anymore. <laughs> then you won't be able maybe, to go visit. Maybe it'll yeah. boil over and. It'll just be a mess of tea bags everywhere. Yeah, that's a, that's a Halo a joke. Um, mess of tea bags. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my it's my one joke. <laughs> you um, only allowed. Dave's only allowed one joke for a show. Yeah, that's all. There's a reason. <laughs> I'm on a budget. That's punch a card. But I've got it here. Uh, you said that you really had an interest in cryptids. Where did that? start for you that's a good question uh, <laughs> well there was the uh, alien abduction but mm, that probably wasn't it yeah they already took out the tracker I can't prove that one anymore <laughs> uh, my, my town's always kind of had some weird haunted things going on and I guess that kind of started it you know like they had this big old we have this big old kind of thing called the bowl and, and you uh-huh. know, growing up, kids would swear that they saw ghosts walking around in there because it's been around forever. Or we have, like, what's, all these mansions. What's the bowl? What is it? The Redlands Bowl. I grew up in Redlands, and there's this weird... It's this kind of this giant Greek amphitheater that's oh, been okay. around there for, like, forever. So it looks kind yeah. of creepy just because of that. Right. And it's even better because people stay there when it's not being used. And it's just yeah. a great place to go in the dark. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> this reminds me of a quick side story. Um, one time we were driving up north through Florida through uh, Tallahassee, the band I used to play in. And supposedly... Were you a drummer? 
Uh, I was I was a guitar player. Um, Drumming is one oh. of the things I've been doing more often as I've been trying to learn how to do it better. Um, but I, I played guitar in a band and uh, have been in different bands. I toured for a while. Um, driving up through Tallahassee one time, there's supposedly a... Um, uh, it's like an old hospital or ward or something that's like closed up and nobody can go in and I tried really hard I tried really hard to get the rest of the guys in the band to go to it and they were like no we're not going anywhere near that because one of the guys went to college up in Tallahassee and he heard stories of like the crazy ghosts that and the like leftover blood stains and all this kind of crap and I was like guys we need to go see that yeah it was like an asylum yeah it was like an asylum or something and they were like no we're not gonna go do that we're not gonna go I was like come on guys ghosts aren't real they were like oh no we're not gonna go do that I couldn't get them to go see it should have gone and taken like a CD cover or something, a record cover, you know, photo yeah. shoot of <laughs> your guys. Yeah, right? Uh, what an awesome place for a photo shoot. Also, in um, St. Augustine, supposedly the lighthouse in yeah. St. Augustine, Florida is is haunted. I've been there. I didn't see any ghosts. <laughs> and you've, you've got that doll in the Florida Keys and and um, it's, it's, it's this museum. I don't, I don't know if you're familiar. There's a haunted doll in the Florida Keys? It's like a super haunted doll, like it's oh, okay. like a, like one of those like like everybody kind of knows across the world that it's the particular. It's like the stuff that they would like put movies on. It's probably it's the like progenitor the of all haunted dolls. Yeah, is that the one that's the, like a museum? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like in probably, that big glass case, and they say yeah. it moves on at night. Mm-hmm. Or is mm-hmm. that like every haunted doll ever? Or <laughs> is it just an elf on a shelf in a disguise? I mean, that could that could very well be the case, but as as far as cryptids, I'm trying to come I've up always... with a follow up for that. And just <laughs> <laughs> as as far as cryptids, I've I always kind of like to think that it's like you know, like dogs and 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 cats and deer and and lizards and stuff. Those, those are like our Pokemon, but the cryptids are like the legendary Pokemon. Ah, ah. once you become. The Pokemon Master, then maybe you'll encounter. You can find them, but it takes a Pokemon. it takes a journey to become the best, like no one ever yes. was, right? Yes, yes. But you don't want to catch it. You don't. <laughs> yeah, you don't <laughs> want to catch them all. No, definitely not. <laughs> it's interesting now being on the other side of. So I, before, after Vault Boys, I did this podcast called the Cryptid Cast, and it went into to cryptids in general. And uh, talking with people who had been doing it for years and years, like doing the cryptozoology thing and writing the books, they are—they want to catch it. They don't care. They will catch it. They will have it because that means that there's proof right. of such a thing occurring. Right. Yep. It's, yep. It's nutty. It's nutty. Yeah. I've gotten a bunch of strange messages about pterodactyls and all kinds of weird things over the course of that journey and I'm very happy to be back in the land of Fallout where we joke about Mothman <laughs> rather, than, <laughs> rather than actually try to go find him yeah yeah. so uh, Shia you were saying there's also like like mansions and like haunted like so you're out west right this is we're talking yeah. like Nevada and stuff are there do you also have like ghost towns from like the gold rush era Things oh like man, that. we do. We do have them out here. We got Calico Ghost Town. Yeah. Some other stuff like that. I think Calico Ghost Town is more of a. They call it like a living ghost town or something because it's like an amusement park now. Oh really? It used to be a, it used to be an abandoned mining thing. Yeah. That's awesome. I love that stuff. 
It's Kitchy. funny how those things come around. Like, it'll be abandoned, and then the people have it rumored of being like, oh, there's ghosts here. And then people be like, oh, yeah. Certainly everyone wants to here. go there. Yeah. It's funny yeah, how like those that things come around. Clown Motel. Clown Motel? You guys haven't heard about the Clown Motel? Tell us more. It's like now a northern giving, Nevada. You're giving ideas now to Bethesda that they need to include in the game. The yeah, we need to go back out. out west. Bethesda, we need to go back to Nevada. Nevada. What are we doing? Yes, we do. The haunted ghost towns, the bowl, the clown motel. Okay, so what's in the clown motel? A clown? Lots of clown decorations. It's like a, it's like a truck stop motel, and they just have clowns everywhere. Like clown toys, clown statues, clown pictures on a wall. Oh, you man. can probably find it if you look up clown motel. It's yeah. I've, I've, I kind of want to go there because you can take your dog too. Apparently, mm, apparently oh, that's dogs like that's pet friendly. That's good. As long <laughs> as they don't look him in the face, or squeak yes. at them. No, they got. Oh squeaky yeah, nose. the squeaky nose. The squeaky nose. Then the dog's just gonna. Yeah, that. Yeah, oh, they might go be for dangerous. That. Yeah, they're gonna go for that. <laughs> as long squeaky as not the killer clowns. <laughs> the outer space ones. So do you uh, do you do any clown artwork? Never. Uh, Never. <laughs> Never. <laughs> nope. <laughs> we don't go there. <laughs> we don't, that is that is the forbidden zone. That's the line. <laughs> Fallout, cryptids, you know, other video game stuff, whatever. <laughs> Clowns, nope. Right out. Maddening, maddening bears, they're fine. Giant mm-hmm. dinosaurs, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not clowns. So, so kind of, kind of, you know, if we step away from clowns and our big shoes here for a minute. Um, <laughs> Coming back to the artwork itself, so let's say that I'm. Let's say it's it's me. Hey, it's me, Dave. Um, and I hey, want to get into. <laughs> we both okay. at the same time. Go on. Um, and I want to get into artwork, and I want to start doing a, a few things. What do you think? Would what do I need? Or and I always say, what do I need? And and I asked my friend, what do I need to start woodworking? And he told me a saw and some wood. And I was like, okay. Nice, right? Mentally, what do you need mentally? Is that what you're talking about? It's like, what do you recommend for people if they want to get started? Art's art's pretty versatile, and you can get used just about any tool if you use it enough. It's one of those things you just got to practice if it's something you want to do. If you like something, like a specific kind of thing, like woodworking or Japanese joints, joint work, you know, you, you, you look into it and you, you figure out how to do it. You try to re- reproduce it yourself a few times. Or if, if it's uh, something like art, you could do take classes, like life drawing or something. You know, go out, paint a tree or a Joshua tree or your dog or your family. If you a can clown? Get or, or no. You could just no. do clown art. We, we, we don't. We don't. Let's. So, uh, anyway. <laughs> we just stay away from that. <laughs> you can get into art, just don't paint clowns. Anything else is fine. Haunted dolls, that's fine. No clowns. Haunted dolls, yeah. Dentistry. I want to. You know what? Yeah, I've got a new idea. I'm going to get into art to do paintings of haunted dolls that are also paint, like also haunted. And then I'm going to sell them on eBay. You could do that. I'm gonna make a ton of money. That's like a you use idea. a certain like a special kind of ink or something. Yeah, you haunted something ink. You can do a lot of interesting things with just like watercolor and everything. I've been when I on my paintings, I've been using like the specific kind of ink that I found that I liked. 
and I've been mixing like coffee with it and other other weird things. Like you can put uh-huh. salt on it and it gives it an interesting texture. Uh-huh. You can add add water into it afterwards and it makes these neat little bleeds. You can yeah. I tried adding whiskey to it and wine and uh-huh. and all that, and it's not as interesting as the coffee. But it's delicious. Not once it's on the paper. Oh yeah, you, you don't eat it no. then, huh? Okay. It's not scratch and sniff anymore. Yeah, mm. it's what we call a, a very light wrap. Put <laughs> 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 a little piece of turkey in there and call it. <laughs> so I haven't tried turkey yet. It's <laughs> <laughs> good. It's good. Some some turkey artwork. Put a little stuffing, and that can be your. Be some I bet you could do color. some crazy things with the skin, though. I mean, we're That's getting closer weird. and closer to just macaroni art. We're just kind of slowly inching over hey, to that. I'm pro macaroni art. Just going to do the whole Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, Thanksgiving dinner art. We've got the macaroni, got the turkey, some mashed potatoes on the side. Thanksgiving dinner art of haunted dolls. Mm. Genius. Genius. <laughs> so You could do that. <laughs> you could do that. I think Dave has Shut a question up though. Family when they come, show up and be like, "Oh, this is my new thing, guys." <laughs> I quit my job. Uh, this this is what I'm doing now. You're doing what? I'm making Thanksgiving art of haunted dolls and selling it on eBay. Yes, we call that um, uh, pre-Black Friday. Um, that's probably. <laughs> I, I need to probably punch the stamp after that. That's, one. So that that's was the not blackest working. of Fridays. Yeah, gray, gray Thursday, maybe. Maybe. Yes. <laughs> Work your way up to it. So with, with a lot of your posts and, and, and seeing it and, and, and following, what, what has kind of been the, not only the community response of players, but other artists when it, it comes to some of the work that you've done? I've gotten some, some like cross fan art and stuff sometimes. Like there's this one guy on, uh, on uh, the 76 Reddit called uh, Red Phantom. 20 who does he's been doing like a comic strip he also did one of those like photo a day kind of a journal thing mm-hmm. he's like mm-hmm. have like a brief little little quip and they have a picture of his little astronaut with its with its ice chest on his back and his alien friend yeah, and, like, yeah. he's drawing a comic of that and he, he gave me like a gave us like a little character shot in that um so, I've, so there's been a little bit of that you know, a little bit of artists doing, putting my stuff on their stuff, and I, I, you know, I, I, I throw their stuff in mine a little bit. Like Red Phantom was in the, in the uh, recent one that I finished, the uh, technical journal one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He showed up as like a side character, and sometimes I'd mention some of the people from the Reddit that I that I've talked to. They've Crossover been pretty universe. nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, been, I think you need to put nice. Dave in one of these. You should make like a Dave character. <laughs> he could show up. He could be like the cryptid, like expert. Well, it's funny because I, I followed those. I followed the um, the cryptid expert. <laughs> I'm not the expert. I'm indeed an amateur. That is one thing that I've learned from my time is that. <laughs> um, I, I I think it was interesting because I found your stuff outside of the actual like Fallout and Fallout seventy six subreddits. It was the um, I think it's FO76 Filthy Casuals, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was the go-to uh, harbor for anyone who had positive things to say about 76 when it came out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's where I post most of my stuff. And when so it I, became more co- cohesive of, like, what 
it became a subreddit of like what people are doing um there i haven't really checked on it much since but really for the first year that it was going i mean it, it kind of became like all right this is my camp that i built and i use this thing it was mm-hmm. it was more of a showcase of actually what was what was going on in the community than you know it, it's very easy we do we often do a soapbox segment and if we were doing a soapbox segment um, back then then it would just be every day every day is a soapbox and soapbox is forever and ever and ever so you had said that 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 cryptids were a big thing that you were interested in but i guess what inspired you more about 76 than 4 itself because you said that you had started doing stuff in 4 but it seems like you've kind of exploded when it comes to stuff involving 76 yeah uh, well, it was it was a multiplayer one, and that was that was that was a fun aspect. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the cryptid, and it, it was just a fun thing to do with my friend, and also write about, and and, and another excuse to paint. Because sometimes mm-hmm. you need an excuse to do the, the creative stuff, <laughs> and it became like a daily thing for like seventy six days. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, and it was fun, sort of. <laughs> Role play and uh, and yet yeah. what was the question again? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, it's it's been a long day for you. I'm sure this yeah. is this is the end of your day. Um, I've been up since four. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, you know what I would love to hear is if you have any new things in the works. If there's anything that you're currently working yeah. on, or or any cool new project ideas that you've come up with. Yeah, I've uh, I'm 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 trying to put the finishing touches on the on the uh, the the uh, tech, the Watoga Technical Journal to 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 print it because I gotta kind of I gotta kind of clean up the pages and add some stuff and take out the clipboards on every page when I when I do it. Mm. So I'm doing that and it's mostly done. I've just been really really lazy and haven't put it together yet. But are there <laughs> are there places that people can like? How do people get hold of these once you actually put them down? Can, like can can you print? Do you print them out and sell them? Is there are they readily available? Like, how does that work? Uh, they're it's it's a they're on a print on demand site, so they can just order them whenever they want. And when I first mm-hmm. release them, I usually like buy like twenty or thirty and sign them for some people if they want. But I was I was going to say that I also have a, a new project I'm kind of messing with. I've had this uh, this kind of a pet project idea set in, in set in the Joshua Tree Park of the desert, but it's like a fantasy set in there. So all like the the critters are sort of like this traditional like D and D fantasy monsters are, are like uh, a desert variety, like a hydra. You have like a, a rattler with like nine heads, kind of kind of a thing. And I'm starting to do a bunch of paintings based on that. But I'm thinking of doing like another kind oh, of a cool. monster book around that. I think that would be really interesting. That's cool. Yeah, so it's yeah, like your own it's your own creation. That was helping me out on yeah. It. yeah. That was helping me out with the uh, the Watoga technical. My friend wrote all the all the entries on that one. But I did all the art. Oh, okay. Okay, so that's cool. It's nice when you have somebody you can like tag it in is. to get that stuff done. It, it, it helps keep it going, you know? Like sometimes when it comes to you just doing something for yourself, it's like yeah, oh, yeah. you can just do it whenever. But when you have somebody it's else like you have to rely on it, someone, it keeps you going. As opposed to just throwing it up in the air and catching it, getting bored of it. <laughs> I th- yeah, I think that yeah, the, totally. the books themselves um, have been pretty. Yeah, it, from my perspective of, of what it is and, and the niche that that community is has been fairly successful. Um, 
from all those different posts. And even I noticed that um, Nate Perkypile, who's Thank one you. of the um, the uh, the I think it's the lead environmental artist or lead artist on on seventy six. I saw that he bought one and put it on his coffee table, mm-hmm. which I think is like super freaking cool because he's the one yeah. that that went and 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 visited and did all the stuff to um to pull the world together. I was I was pretty excited when I saw him comment or even like you know one of my posts on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, I was super. Excited. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, we're we we love we love getting feedback directly from people at Bethesda when you know you when you find out somebody's interested in the things yeah. you're doing. It's it's really cool. It's really really a cool feeling. Yeah, w- would you ever consider working for a company like that, or would you rather do other things for a living so that? So that art is always a hobby. I know there's there's always that it's like a double edged right. sword, you know. Like if you make your hobby your job, then <laughs> now it's your job, right. and it's not really a hobby anymore. You know, you used to go to it to find something to do outside of your job because you enjoyed it, but now you have to do it for a living. So yeah, because um... you do have Patreon and and um, uh, what is it, Kofi? Um, so you are actually making a little bit of yeah. money on the side as people contribute and, and want to pay for, yeah, yeah. for what you're and doing like but of that. course there's a difference between doing that on the side and doing it full time there's some awesome people out there supporting me and I like it or appreciate yeah. them I appreciate them right would you do it full time hmm I don't think there's like any retirement pay mm. in internet <laughs> yeah yeah unless you're like you're making enough to just save in the yeah. background what will, but like let's go back to the first I, question what if what if Bethesda was like hey we'd love to have you come come work for us do art for, for the team you know with the oof. team that kind of thing I wonder if I could do it on the side <laughs> I, I, I'd want to do both you yeah. know right. I'd want to keep my dependable right. job that I know I'm going to have if, if I keep plugging away at it but I'd also that'd be really tempting Oh. Yeah. Well, what if it was like a regular full-time job with, you know, insurance and... Yeah, what you know, if we offered you the 401k uh, package? With all 401k, all that stuff. <laughs> you know, like you're, you're a regular employee. What if they were like, yeah, we're going to pay you 50 grand a year. Come be an artist for us. You're going to get 401k. You're going to get vacation time. You're going to get insurance and all the, all the regular stuff. That would stuff. be pretty tempting. That would be pretty yeah. tempting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it would be cool to work for a company like that. I, you know, I've I've worked for good companies and I've worked for bad companies, and um, you know, uh, to, to, to love the work that you do. <laughs> and I always, what, what? I was trying to point at you in the thing because <laughs> uh-huh. I was pointing I this like way, a, and I was pointing the other guy. Yeah, <laughs> I was just figuring it out. <laughs> yeah, I always think it's interesting when you get on the other side, though, of like. The, the mystique kind of goes away when you see how the sausage is made a lot of the time, you know? Oh, yeah. It's never, as, it's never as clean as you believed it was in your head. Right. Yeah. And, and so it's like getting closer and closer in hobbies and seeing, like, okay, what does that... So, like, like Tom, I feel like we've all been in a band and we all, you know, played some of this. Like, when you start looking at that lifestyle and you're like, okay, how do I make this into something that I just do, like, full time? Right. Right. Like, I, I tried that with the band. I like I we were touring. We recorded an album. Like I've done all of that, and you come to find out that you for every hour that you spend actually on stage playing music and enjoying yourself while you're doing the thing you love, you spend the whole rest of the day riding in a vehicle between towns, being absolutely sweaty in the middle of summer, hauling gear in and out, having to deal with, you know, whoever shows up at the venue or doesn't unlock something or, you know, messes up with your schedule, like legal and all sorts of stupid crap. That's your job. 
it's not actually playing the music. <laughs> like that's the smallest yeah. bit of what you get to do. Yeah. 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 It's it's tough. It's tough once you actually get in there and, and do when something. You're like self-employed, that. you gotta do all that stuff on your own. Taxes mm-hmm. too are tricky that way. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, you become everybody in the company rather than just the, the one job that you enjoy yeah. doing yeah and I, and I can't yeah. imagine what that's like right now I cannot imagine what you, you everybody's trying to, to, to scramble and do uh, when you're yeah. uh, I mean bands I mean working at a band for example oh sure right during yeah, like, you're not playing enough. shows like that's right. not happening yeah I mean fortunately and I've I've pretty much moved away from doing my regular job to just podcasting now and I by no means have replaced my income yet but it's something that I'm planning to you know continue working toward um and you also run the network so I'm, I'm growing the network we're finding more sponsors we're doing a lot of this stuff the network is growing all of the shows on the network are growing so it, it's a lot of work but yeah at the same time i have to deal with like talking to people to get sponsorships and i have to deal with figuring out the finances and like there's a lot of stuff on the back end that is all that's all the stuff that i was like ah do i really want to spend my time doing that and like you said i don't i'm not getting a 401k for this I'm not right. getting insurance for this. Like none of those other things are happening. Um, so fortunately, I have mm-hmm. a wife who is well employed and and kind enough to give me the opportunity to try this. But um, yeah, it's it's a you know it, it's it's a risk. And who knows? You know, maybe a year from now, things don't work out, and I go back to work in a regular job again. You know, that could always happen. I've got a lot of experience. Like I could get hired. But you know, but I'd also like to be doing this full time still. You know. I like making content. I like this is I my art form. Well, thanks, thanks. And you don't have to sleep in a van, you know. You, you don't have to, but you do anyways. I know you go out there and sleep in that van because that's you know. Sleep in the van. I have no idea. That van. That van is long gone. I have no idea where that van is. It's been. I've got stories about that van. I can tell you, but um. <laughs> no, no, like terrible stories, <laughs> like 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 when like when our our lead guitarist uh, backed into the people and and the hitch was on there, but the the trailer wasn't, and he poked uh-huh. he po- poked the hitch through the bumper of the old people behind us while we were in some little town somewhere. Came to find out that they, they were on their way to a funeral, so it was a really sad situation. Yeah, that was good. Anyway. Sitcom life, yeah, who, man, all those stories. Anyway, um, there's an inappropriate hitch joke in there somewhere. There's got it, yes, oh, yeah, there's an. Yep. Oh, punch nope. that card. <laughs> no, you beat, no, you I'm, gonna to it. <laughs> I'm gonna pick up a little, I'll pick up one later, I'll get mine later. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dave, do you have any other questions for Shia? Uh, no, <laughs> we, we you're, covered, you're we covered a lot, it's, it's been a lot of fun. Gosh, yeah, it's yeah, nice. you guys are great. Well, thanks. I awesome. think so. <laughs> well, thank you. Very enjoyable to talk to. Yeah. yeah well, uh, thank you for joining us. Um, I'm, I'm interested to see what other things you do. So I'm definitely want to stay plugged in with your artwork and things like that. Yeah. And also, if ever you listen to one of our shows and you go, man, that idea they just came up with would make a ridiculous picture, please send it to us because we'll put it on a t-shirt and we'll, <laughs> we'll, well, like, we'll share your artwork out there. I gotta actually tell you about it when I steal it from you. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, we'll work together. We'll work something out. We'll share. We'll share the the money we make yeah. on the on the cool T shirt or something. We'll put the logo on there, and we'll you know we can share it together and sell it. That would that would be awesome. See how much money I make first, and then I'll cut yeah, you. Okay. In. 
All right. We'll work out the contract later. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. Proprietary information. We'll, we'll work something out. <laughs> Call our lawyers. Yeah. It's, I think your lawyer's behind you. The dog? He's asleep right now. <laughs> How do we bark him in law? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that's right. my joke. That's your joke. There you go. You, that's my joke. Well, you don't have a quote yet, so you can keep going. But Dave is done. He's used his up. I'm done. Uh, I'm done. So, um, last question. With how things are going in 76, where do you want the series to go in the future? Where do you... Like, we know that they're going to be delving more into the Brotherhood stuff. Um, oh, are they? Yeah. So, so yeah. Some of the stuff has been leaked that like there's more Brotherhood stuff that's going to be coming out. So of course, I'm sure you could do some really cool artwork around that. Also, chances are, and this is just me, my gut, there's going to be more cryptid stuff, right? Like they've kind of created 76 as like a cryptid zone. So it's idea with the sheep swatch thing. I've never even heard of that one. Yeah, like that—that that was an addition. That, that wasn't was in cool. the game when it first came out, and then they added it in. So, uh, is there? Do you have like a? Mm, it'd be really cool if they went here or added this. Or are there any other cryptids you could think of that would be like, oh, this would be really cool. I'd love to do some artwork around this showing up in '76. Man, they grabbed all the all the good West Virginia ones I know about. Maybe mm-hmm. Dave can come up with some of those. Uh, all day. Hmm. I, I kind of want more areas to explore. Yeah. Yeah. More map to open up so I can spend some because that's that's when that's when I've had my most fun you know wandering out with my friend checking out new places because they they do some really really good what are they situ what is it uh, narrative telling with you know the objects yes. in a room yeah 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 I know um, what you're talking about um, environmental storytelling environmental storytelling that's it yes I love that stuff that's like one of my favorite thing out of it and four four did it really good I thought not as yeah. maybe. Yeah, all, all of them. All of them did it well. It was, even in three, there was a lot of environmental storytelling. Just as you went through a zone or a building or, or whatever, you, you, you could find things that made you go, oh, this is what happened here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Um, if you could pick somewhere for them to go, where would it be? Would they expand the map out? Would they go to, would it be like an instant zone where they get to go to a different location? Interesting. Maybe Florida. There you go. That's it. You heard it here, folks. First, unofficially, officially, fall is coming to Florida. They can just unofficially, officially. Yeah. Yep. They that's, can call that's it the, um, okay. Fallout Florida. There's no number. Just Fallout Florida. I, I just like that. Fallout Florida. That's the next Fallout one. Florida. Yeah. That's you know, Fallout, 7, Fallout 76 Florida. That's going to be nice. Florida man. Fallout, Fallout 76. That's the next cryptid. We just figured it out. Florida man, oh no! Florida man is the next cryptid. He's just going to be a glitched out NPC that charges through everybody. Yeah, naked and tries to chew on their face. Yep, yep. That's With it. The American like flag it. on the back. Yep. I like it. Add in mm-hmm. bath salts as a as a Kim. Bath salts. Bath salts. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, we've got some cryptids down here, like the skunk ape. Oh, I'm I know about ape. that. They got the skunk ape research center down there. Mm-hmm. We got a skunk ape. I remember a decade ago, there was a story in the paper about uh, in central Florida, like south of, I don't know if you know where like Lakeland is. It's kind of in the middle of the state, halfway between Tampa and Orlando. Uh, but south of Lakeland, there's what are called the, what's called the Green Swamp. And supposedly a woman was riding in her car 
and came across the skunk ape on the side of the road and they showed up in the newspaper. Phenomenal. Yeah. That's the best story I've heard all day. A skunk ape. It's like a Bigfoot, but with like a band yeah. fr- around its eyes or something. I don't know. It lives <laughs> in the, the green swamp. And it has that smell, supposedly. Yeah. Yeah, it's got a really, really pung- pungent odor, I guess, about it. We, we got one like that called Yucca Man out here. Ooh. Yucca Man. Yeah, the Yucca Man. I've been listening What's to this, Man like? this Desert Oracle radio, and they, they talk about it a lot. Yeah? What's yeah, he like? Yeah, Is yeah. it like a Bigfoot? Yeah, yeah. He's like a Bigfoot. He has like a really noticeable smell, and he'll sneak into people's tents at night and you know wrestle things up and then walk off. He just he just moves things around. He just he just goes yeah. in the tent and moves everything over by like one inch to the left and then leaves. Shows up, stinks, makes yeah. people uncomfortable. Right. Something smells in here, and I swear I put my phone down one inch to the right. It must have been, <laughs> must have been the yucca man, or the barking spiders, or the barking spiders. Yeah. I always yes. like the tiny details from the stories of of people that are that'll see something like that. Like the the I think Missouri has one that's called Momo. And Momo is just like Bigfoot. You know, there's a lot of copy, mm-hmm. uh, I guess, crossover. You know, there's a lot of crossover in that genre. I'm wondering when they're regional going to genre. Yeah, regional big feet. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Um, there's one that's like old ladies are standing outside of a car, and then it's like they see Momo, and they had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich sitting on the hood, and it took a bite out of it and threw it. Like, why is that a part of the account? Like, and why is he? Why are you putting your peanut butter sandwich on a hood? He's trying to fry it. Fried oh, peanut butter jelly. This isn't, this isn't the desert, is it? Mm. I bet that's good, though. Awesome. Well, thank you for it joining is. us, Chia. This has been super fun. Uh, we appreciate you joining us on the on the show. And um, I know some of our listeners will like as we've described your artwork. They're going to go, "Oh yeah, yeah, I remember. I remember seeing that stuff." How can they? get a hold of you how can they check out your stuff how can they even if they want to become sponsors you know on patreon or something like that and plug into more of what you're doing where can they reach out to you terribly unorganized uh, i have a i have a twitter <laughs> i have my over uh, what was my twitter i think it's i have the over shia twitter yeah uh-huh. yeah yeah that over shia i got that i got my DeviantArt, which is also i think oh you already linked it in there in the chat um, and that some sometimes has the book links on the when I make a post for the book and I'll take some pictures of it I'll throw it up there and I'll put the link where you can buy them on there mm-hmm. it's usually buried under like months and months of comics and another art <laughs> <laughs> right um, I think those are two good options yeah yeah go go check that stuff out for sure and we'll post the links um, in the episode description when this um, goes on the services and you know goes out to the Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for the invite. It was great yeah. talking to you guys. Oh yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for for coming on. That's it's nice to take take time out of your busy day to do this. Uh, I would just pass out anyway. <laughs> I'd like sit in the chair and take like an hour nap. You know? Yeah. Awesome. All right, Dave. How can people get a hold of you? And and, uh, and are you doing anything new to to share? Is there anything you want to share? Uh, at the end of August, I will have something to share. I'm working tirelessly um, between doing this and doing this other thing, and it's coming. And one day, as I say before, one day you will all see. You will all see. You will all see. You will all see. Um, 
I've been working on stuff for that. But um, right now, you can follow me on Twitter at Dave Chapins. Uh, don't forget as well that we have the Fallout Hub YouTube and Twitch channels that are live. Um, don't forget that mm-hmm. this weekend at 3 p.m. on the official Bethesda channel, we'll be doing the Fallout Hub show. Oh, nearly really variety show yeah. with special guests Pete Hines. Uh, what? Other Uncle Pete? People, Uncle Pete? The ketchup guy? Yes. The ketchup no. guy. Yes. Yeah, oh, maybe. wait. <laughs> Hines. Never, never mind. Different Hines. I got, I got confused. Uh, we're having some other guests from Bethesda, as well as uh, a showcase of some of the really cool stuff in the community. And let me tell you, let me tell you guys, I've seen previews and drafts of this. And this is mm-hmm. probably, and, and I'm I'm pretty I'm a stickler for saying that things are pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I mean, this is like, this is going to be really cool, and you should definitely watch live and tune in. That sounds pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. We we uh, we are very thankful for the opportunity to work with them on the community showcase and some of the stuff we get to do as the Fallout Hub. So, uh, very much looking forward to that. Chances are we will be in chat with you watching along. So feel free to. You know, comment and and chat with us while we while we watch. And um, anything else, Dave? Anything else? Uh, n- no, there will be surprises. Surprises. Hold on Mystery to your butts. Boxes. Mystery surprises. Mystery surprises. <laughs> I will provide Ooh. them. They're like mystery double, surprise. double. They're double surprises. They're mystery surprises <laughs> with jazz hands. Um, Yes, awesome, always. awesome. Uh, let's see. I, of course, you can reach out to me on different places. Of course, I do the Fallout Lorecast. Um, this month, I'm, or at least this most recent one, I'm digging a little bit more into the events of the Brotherhood around the time of Fallout 76. And by doing that, I've dug into what's going on with the Brotherhood in Fallout 1, which most of us haven't played. But there are some things that come up that lead me to go, aha, maybe this is going to connect to some of the stuff going on in Fallout 76. So uh, go check that out. The most recent episode will come out tomorrow morning if you're watching live on uh, Twitch. And for by the time this is up, it'll, it'll be up for everyone else. Um, also, all of the shows are not only sponsored now by Loot Crate, and there's a link in the show notes to get 15% off Loot Crate if you use that link so that they know we sent you from this show, and you use the code ROBOTSRADIO, R-O-B-O-T-S-R-A-D-I-O, 15% off Loot Crate, but also Gamefly is now sponsoring our shows, which means if you haven't tried Fallout 76 and you want to for free with free shipping, you can click the link in the show notes in order to get a 30 day free Gamefly subscription, which means they will for free send whatever games you you request to your home and you can play them for as long as you want. And then you can send them back and you can rent something else. You can even get movies with it. So you can do that right now. No code. Just click the link in the show notes and go try, go, go freaking try out 76 go jump in the game and go find dave in the game on ps4 you're on ps4 right yeah i'm on ps4 on on ps4 go rent the ps4 version or whatever go find dave in the game and and go say hi um you know you could totally you could totally do that for free and you don't even have to sign up for the service afterwards And if you want to keep doing it you can sign up for the service anyway go check that out um otherwise we'll see you guys next time and thanks for tuning into the fallout hub the unofficial official source of everything having to do with fallout at this point uh we'll see you guys later have a good one bye adios
love Dragon Age? Have you always wanted to learn more about its vast world and detailed lore? Are you still attached to your hero of Ferelden, even a decade after Dragon Age Origins came out? Or maybe you're a newer fan, still discovering a new tidbit or quest every day. Well, either way, the Dragon Age Lorecast is the podcast for you. I'm Austin, also known as Teacup. And I'm Shelby, also known as SheCup. And come and join us as we embark on a journey to explore and discover all things Dragon Age. We'll discuss all kinds of topics, from Lyrium to the Chantry and the great mysteries of the old gods, and even more that even you Bioware superfans might not know about. So come and listen on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And always remember... Swooping.